Hey everybody, it's time for Coffee with Scott Adams. Sometimes the best part of your day and sometimes the best part of every day. Yeah, And sometimes it's just the best thing ever. It's hard to decide which it is today, but it's one of those things for sure. And all you need to guarantee the high quality of the day is a cup or a mug or a glass of tanker, chalice or stein, a canteen, jug or flask, a vessel of any kind. Fill it with your favorite liquid. I like coffee. And join me now for the unparalleled pleasure, the dopamine hit of the day, the thing that makes everything better except China. It's called the simultaneous sip, and it happens now. Go. That one was extra slurpy. I think you enjoyed it. All right, well, the Rasmussen people uh, have a, a new poll out. Very interesting, very interesting. They say that 66%, so two-thirds of likely U.S. voters, think Congress should investigate last year's violent protests. You know which ones I, I'm talking about? I'm talking about the... You know, last year there were the BLM and Antifa, mostly, in which more than 2,000 police officers suffered injuries. Did you know it was that high? 2,000 police officers were injured? Why is that the first time I've ever seen that statistic? 2,000? That's crazy. Um... 21% don't think Congress should investigate. And the number of people who want Congress to investigate last year's violent protests uh, as 66% is much higher than the 49% who say they want to support uh, Nancy Pelosi's looking into the January 6th Capitol uh, protests. Let's call those a riot. Um, And 42% say they don't support looking into January 6th. So, here's a question for you. All those riots last year, did all of their complaints get fixed? Is that why? Uh, By the way, for those of you on YouTube, there's a little sign in the back that might be useful to you. It says, Jesus King is, the audio is fine. Yes, Jesus King is. The audio is fine. Um, So that's interesting because it seems to me that whatever was driving the protest last year could not have been legitimate. Is there anybody who would disagree with that statement? That whatever was behind the the protest last year, it couldn't have been legitimate because no problems were solved. Am I right? No problems were solved. So the same amount of problem, but no protests. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I would say I would want to look into that. If 2,000 police officers were injured uh, in, in events that are suspicious and maybe organized, and maybe organized in ways we don't understand, obviously they were organized. Well, in other news, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks are the NBA champions for the first time in 50 years. Uh, Two surprising things about that. Number one, um, (laughs) 
two surprising things. Number one, hello, YouTube. Let's see if this works. We had a little technical difficulty before. I'm just going to do one topic uh, on this one. It's about China. And it's based on an unscientific poll that was done by a China file. And they talked to 121 people who were China-connected. They, they were scholars and journalists and former diplomats, etc. And they asked them um, if they were likely to visit China after the pandemic restrictions are off. And 40% of them <laughs> said they probably or definitely would not. And some of them were concerned about the safety, being jailed uh, on trumped-up charges. Um, some of them were afraid of uh, who knows what. But I would say that the best way to take down China is by the following sentence. China is not safe for business. Because risk is different in each domain. In the military, risk means something very different, and you might want to take a big risk in the military if there's a big reward, or you just have to. In your personal life, you might take risks with your hobbies and your extreme sports and stuff, and that's common. People do that in their personal life. But in the domain of business, people don't like risk. Because <clears throat> if you take a risk in business, and it's a risk everybody knows is a risk, it's a well-known risk, and it doesn't go well, what happens? You get fired. Or you look like an idiot. So once it becomes known, or just a standard business phrase, that China is not safe for business in a variety of ways, then that should pretty much put China out of business. It will take a while. But once other countries realize that the risk of IP theft, um, the risk of imprisonment, the risk of them spying, the risk of them getting access to your communications, it's just not worth doing business in China because these risks are so well known. If you take a risk that, uh, that's not known and it doesn't work out, well, you know, nobody's going to fire you for that. You took a risk, it didn't work out, nobody knew. But if you know that working in China is not safe and it doesn't work out, you get fired. This used to be the case with uh, uh, using IBM equipment. Back a million years ago when I worked in the corporate world, it would be said that if you um, bought hardware from IBM, you'd never get fired. Because it either works or IBM comes in and makes it work. But it's always going to work. So you're not going to get fired because it didn't work. IBM will take care of that. Their competition? Well, the competition might give you a better price. But you don't know for sure it's going to work because they're not IBM. That was the thinking back then. Now things probably have changed. But once that becomes a, a thing... Once it becomes uh, known that something has a risk to it, it's really chilling in the business world. And China has gone way beyond the point where you could say uh, that uh, way beyond the point where you could say uh, that it's uh, safe. So that's the point. <laughs> I would just like to say one other thing to the people complaining about the <laughs> the, the audio. Just remember. Jesus King is, the audio is fine, even when it's not. Because sometimes it's not, but I also don't care then. So there's your tip for taking down China, and I wanted to test to see if the reason I had technical difficulties before was because of the content 
or because of the technology. So this will be a test of that. So that's how to destroy China. Just make it a a well-known fact that China is not safe for business, which is completely true. Completely true. So you don't have to lie about anything. And there you are. There's your kill shot for China. And China, if you're listening, and I think you might be, you really shouldn't have killed my stepson with fentanyl. You fucked up there. Because I'm coming for you. And if you don't get me first, I'm going to take down your whole fucking country. So China is not safe for business, and that is something you're going to see a lot more of in the next month. And I will talk to you tomorrow.